Welcome to the Mind Body Project Podcast. After over a decade in the health and wellness industry, Aaron realized that our bodies change only short term unless our mindset changes for long term success. Both our mind and body are forever linked. We are continually building up new ideas and tearing down old ones in our construction zone we call our mind. After this podcast is over, make sure you give it a like and a share, and please subscribe and review this podcast. I would now like to introduce you to your host, the man connecting your mind and body to create a limitless life, Aaron Zegler. Welcome back to the Mind Body Project. Thanks for taking a little time to join me today. If I was to say, I'm going to give you a present. I'm going to give you a gift. What would you, uh, what would you might say? Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Or, no, you shouldn't have. Um, but most of us probably don't turn down a gift, do we? We don't say, no, I don't want that. Take that back. Um, I say if it's, you know, any kind of gift, uh, all of us love to um, get a gift. Um, and sometimes when we give a gift, um, it's almost more enjoyable sometimes than getting the gift. Just to see the person's face or or um, or their reaction, whatever it may be, you know. But when we when we give a gift, um, it's pretty instantaneous. In other words, we we give a gift and and maybe it's Christmas time, maybe it's a birthday, maybe it's just a random um, thinking of you. Um, just wanted to get you something. Saw this one, get for you. And usually we, we get that gift and we give it to that other person. Um, and it's instant, like, oh, wow, thank you. I can use this. I know what I'm going to do with it. Uh, all these different instant responses when we, when we give that gift to somebody else. And, and, and same thing is true when we get a gift. Um, we do the same thing. Uh, we know right away if you're going to, where you're going to put it, what are you going to do with it? Um, are you going to re-gift it? And say, oh, yeah, I like that. But then it sits in the closet. You need a quick present. You forgot to go to the store and get something. Oh, yeah, I'll get that out of the closet and you re-gift it. And hopefully you don't um, re-gift it to somebody that knows or is related to the person that gave it to you. Uh, so we're going to talk a little bit today about gifts, not about necessarily the gifts that we, um, the physical gifts um, that we give or receive, but we're going to talk about um, what exactly is a gift. A gift, if, if, if I looked it up in the, uh, I would like to say Webster Dictionary, but uh, really I just typed it in Google and put a gift definition and two definitions came up. Um, the first one was a thing given to someone without payment. A thing given to someone without payment. And, and I, I really I like that one and because you... Um, Usually, if if you purchase, if if you go to Walmart, let's say you go to a big box store and you buy something, uh, you you traded whether money for it, um, so it really wasn't a gift. You purchased that item, um, a gift, and and that's what makes a gift so special is that you get it and you didn't have to give any payment for it. Um, so there's nothing that um, came out of your and payment can be time, money, um, different things. Um, and the second definition is a natural ability or talent. Uh, don't we hear all the time, um, whether it's a basketball player, football player, um, uh, whatever it may be, we always say, oh, they're so gifted. Um, they're just so gifted. And, and, and we know what that means. They're, they're talented. Maybe, um, you know, uh, in, uh, in junior high, Think of junior high. No, elementary school. My kids um, were in GT. Well, what's GT? GT stands for gifted 
and talented. Um, well, really, you, you know, we think about this definition of a natural ability or talent and gifted and talent are really kind of the same thing. Um, but there was, these were the two definitions that came up. And I, and I think, um, both of them, both of them apply to, um, apply to kind of what I want to talk about today about how do we find our gift? Um, our, our gift, um, I believe is definitely given to us, um, without any payment. Um, so in other words, we don't have to give anything for it. Um, I believe that when we're born, we're born with that gift. Um, whatever that gift, gift, gift is. And we're so, um, with such a wide range of people, um, in our world is that many wide range of gifts. Um, what might seem like a gift to somebody, uh, may not seem like a gift to somebody else. Um, but each of us, um, have a gift. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit today about how do we find that? And the first definition of it's given to us without payment is a perfect definition. Um, so that means as soon as we're born, we possess that gift. But so how do we go through life and never find our gift? Um, what, what if at Christmas time, your parents said, okay, I got you the best Christmas present ever. And I say you're a little kid and you, you have that enjoyment of Christmas and you're just so excited. And, and they say, you're, I mean, you're not going to believe how amazing this gift is. I mean, it's probably, there's never going to be a gift like this. It's the best. All you have to do is find it. What lengths as a kid would you go to to find that gift? They didn't really tell you, uh, the parents didn't say it's in the house, it's in the bedroom, it's under the, um, it's in the closet. They didn't say that. They just said you have to find it. They didn't say where. And you look and look and look for that gift. As a kid, how long do you think you would probably look and, and they keep saying, oh, it's the best gift. You're, I mean, you're just not going to believe it. It's just, and they go on and on and get you hyped up. How long would you look um, until you stop looking for that gift? Probably it wouldn't take long and you would just say, well, they lied to me and there is no gift. And may not think as a kiddo to say, was it in the house? Where is it? Is it somewhere else? Does somebody else have it? We wouldn't ask all those questions. And so we wouldn't ever find our gift. And it could be at the next door neighbor's house. But we never asked or never um, investigated to say, could it be somewhere besides our house? We never um, asked that question. And that's what happens to us sometimes in life is that we have a gift, we're born with it. But we never, we never go looking for it. We never search it out. Um, I, I, um, I gave a kind of an illustration of a blog I wrote. Um, uh, it's been some time ago, uh, but but it was about our gift and finding our gift, and and I kind of put in there about my mom when she unwraps a present. At Christmas time, I just love wrapping or watch her unwrap a present. And we know not to tape it too much because if we tape it too much, she may never get it open because um, my oldest son, 
when it comes to Christmas time, he's 25 and he will still tear it into a Christmas present. I mean, there won't be anything left of that paper. My mom is so gentle with unwrapping the present. I mean, she takes off the tape. She doesn't want the tape to take off the wrapping. It's just so, she's so patient with it. And like, if if I'm giving her the present, I'm like, oh, come on, mom, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. I want you to get the present. And she'll just take her time getting all the um, tape off, uh, making sure it's nice and neat. Like we, and, and she does it in such a manner that we could reuse that wrapping paper. And she just, uh, she just takes her time and enjoys the process of unwrapping her gift. And, and, and that reminds me of, um, how we unwrap our gifts, how we maybe should, should unwrap our gifts. The gift, um, we're given, the gifts were given at birth, um, how we go through life and we should unwrap them. Um, I think uh, it gives us time to enjoy it and to to see the process and and how it goes and and I just want to talk about uh, a couple of, a few things today about strategies to unwrap our gifts. Um, they don't necessarily you know they they don't come all wrapped up in a nice nice neat uh, wrapping paper with a bow. Um, Kim, my wife, she makes makes our bows, and um, at Christmas time she always. Uh, all the kids have different paper and she makes up names for them. So they don't know who's is who. And, and before they open them, they have to guess who they think is who. And it's just a lot of fun, but she takes a lot of time um, and effort and wants the packages to look just right, just perfect. Um, she loves putting them out under the Christmas tree and, and putting all the sizes. I mean, she arranges and it's, it's just a whole process um, to, to wrap the presents, but we're going to talk about how do we, um, some things we can do to learn how to unwrap our gifts that we're given at birth. Um, the first one is it, it, because I don't think sometimes we realize our gifts, um, when we're younger. Uh, and, and I don't think that's because we're not, uh, smart enough. We're not intelligent enough. I think sometimes it's, we don't have, we haven't had enough experience. I think sometimes um, our gifts have to develop. Um, they're there, but they have to develop. And, and so what does that mean? That means that the more, the different experiences we take in life, um, sometimes even the crazy experiences that, that is, you know, as, as parents, when we tell our kids, what are you thinking? Um, sometimes as, as, uh, grown kids, um, even our parents, uh, Say, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Uh, but I think those experiences and those opportunities to learn are an important process um, to learning what our gift is. Uh, because sometimes it's trial, it's trying things out and go, ooh, I'm not that good at that. Um, and, and it may be, it may be a wide variety of things from maybe a job to um relationships to conversations to experiences of going places. Um you know, you may go somewhere and go, I'm really good at um, being able to navigate around the city. And, and, you know, I really communicate well with people. And, you know, I think I'd really like to do something in communications and and be in this, maybe that's your gift. We all have, I mean, just uh, a variety of gifts. Uh, When I was um, probably 11, uh, I took art lessons and my parents would take me every Saturday. I think it was like four hours long art 
my art lessons and, and she, uh, art teacher, she teaches how to paint and, and, and I thought I did really good at paintings, but we would kind of stencil what we were going to paint, um, onto the canvas. And then she'd help with colors and, and different things like that. Um, and I can't draw, um, but I, but I did some good paintings. And as I look back, I thought at 11, I thought, Oh, I'm an artist. Cause I love, I like to do portraits. They were one of my favorite things to do, um, was, was portraits. And I thought, I'm an artist. Uh, but now as I get older, I can't draw. Um, I can barely make a stick figure. Uh, so I look back and I think, I, you know, I don't know how much of it was we we stenciled the picture on there and then almost kind of like filled in the filled in the colors. Um, yes, she helped the art teacher helped me mix the paint and all that. But I'm, as I look back, I'm thinking, I think that was pretty much her. I don't think if I pulled out a canvas and easel now that I would be able to even come close to those paintings. And then I would like to have said, you know, I think I'm gifted at this. But as years go by, I wasn't really gifted at uh, painting. But it's an experience that I took that I was able to realize, oh, I don't really think I can paint. Um, I kind of like it, but um, I, I can't. Uh, I can't do it like on my own. I couldn't re- re- recreate that. I can't sit out um, in nature. I can't sit and watch somebody and, and draw their face and it look like I can't do that. Um, which brings me my, to my my second um, strategy to unwrapping our gift is it's usually it, our gift is something that comes naturally to us that we can do with um, that we don't have to apply much effort to. It just um, just kind of happens. Um and it's just a, and, and that's, you know, where we might say somebody has natural ability or talent. Um, you know, sports, we see, you know, they can just dribble a ball. They can just catch a ball. Um, somebody's really gifted at math. I mean, math was never my strong suit. I really struggled with that. Um, but some, some people can look at a math problem. Oh yeah, I know what that is. And, and I think that's, that's, that's part of a gift. And maybe they grew up to be a math teacher. Maybe they grow up to be, um, maybe they grow up to be a uh, teacher in university, whatever it may, maybe they, maybe they come up with a new uh, formula, maybe whatever it is, that is a gift. Um, and I want to touch on a gift that I, that I think I have. And, and, um, I like to call it a gift and the more, um, I utilize it, I think it is a gift. Um, but again, it's it's one of those things that I'm going to keep trying and keep at because it comes pretty naturally. Uh, and sometimes, and I'm going to share this with you, and I think sometimes we don't necessarily share. Um, we can, we might know what our gifts are, but we feel like if we share them that somebody will go, oh, he's bragging um, or she's bragging. And really, I think it's just to um, share what those are. And mine, and, and I didn't always have this, and I've probably um, developed it more over the last few years. Uh, as so uh, probably four years ago, maybe I think I did my first uh, Facebook live. Cause that's when you're still doing Facebook lives. And, and I was a nervous wreck. I mean, it just sounded, it, it was really awful, uh, to talk in front of a camera and know that it was live. It was just, just horrible. Uh, but over the, but over the years, I've done a lot more videos, a lot more, um, different type of content where I speak and um, videoed and, and different things like that. And um, for the last couple of years, I've been putting out a uh, weekly email, a blog um, of sort that takes an experience from my um, past week, um, whatever it may be. And, and I share it uh, with my 
with my readers that, you know, some type of lesson that can can be learned from that. And I, I've noticed over over the last couple of years that I can see something um, that seems pretty normal and think about how it applies uh, to a life lesson. I'll give you an example. Uh, this this week, actually, it actually happened this week. Um, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I, I teach a, I call it Synergy Shakers. Uh, it's, it's a class for 60 and over. And um, it's basically a chair class, but we do exercises sitting in a chair. And I came into class on Tuesday, which is just a uh, just a number of days ago, a few days ago, not not too many. And I come in, and we didn't have as many as we normally do. Uh, there was maybe four or five, six people in the front, a couple in the middle. Um, they all come in and set their chairs out, and there was maybe four chairs in the back. And I, I enter through the back um, to set up the music, and then I walk to the front. and And I know, and I thought about well, as soon as I walked in, I thought. Isn't that interesting that it, it, and we kind of and as I looked at their arrangement and I got to the front and we I said, hey, you know, some people want to come to the front. No, no, we want we like here. I said, well, there's plenty of room in the middle. You can move up to the middle. No, 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 no. We like to stay in the back. I said, OK, you know, stay where you want. No, no problem. And, and I got to thinking about it and I thought, isn't, you know, they put their chairs where they wanted to. And I thought it was interesting because it was very represent uh, representative of our world because some people want to sit on the front seat front row some people want to be in the middle and some people want to be on the last row and if you try to get some people in the last row to come to the middle or the front they go no no we're good here we don't want to move and as i thought about that i thought that is so important that we have people that want to sit on the front people that want to sit on the middle and people that want to sit on the back because what if we all wanted to sit on the front? We all wanted to sit on the back. It wouldn't work. There's not enough. There wouldn't have been enough room. And if they, then we, you know, they could have got arguing and fighting. But because of the the dynamic in the room, someone in back, someone in middle, someone in front, it worked. It worked out exactly like it was supposed to. And I thought that's, and they all respected each other that the back, was fine with the front being at the front because the back didn't want it at the front. And the front was okay with the back being on the back because the front didn't want the back. And they all had a mutual respect for each other because they all knew that they put their chairs where they wanted to be. And that's what it takes for, as a, as a world, to respect each other and understand that we need those people in all those different areas, whether the front agrees with the back, that they're back there or not, and whether or not the back agrees with the front that are up there, it doesn't matter. That's where they're comfortable. And they both mutually respected each other because of where they chose to be. And there's a lot of times when, uh, you know, I may go out and mow the grass and I, and I think of something how that... Um, uh, how that would apply to our life. As uh, I, I just wrote um, this week about, um, I mowed my yard and I talked about a manicured life and how our manicured life is sometimes looks like our yard. Looks like our grass that grows and we have to weed it and we have to fertilize it and we have to water it. And those things are applied to our manicured life. And I feel that, that that's a gift that I have developed. And my wife tells me all the time, she goes, you can make a life lesson 
out of the most simplest, most mundane, most thing that most everybody would walk by. Um, I did one time, uh, I had, had wrote and written and, uh, blog about a, a truck stopping on a hill to, to enjoy the, the sunrise. And, and talked about how sometimes breaking on the hill to enjoy the moment is what life is about. And sometimes we don't want to do that. We just want to get up the hill and we don't take those moments. But that is a gift that I didn't, I did not realize that I had four years ago. Um, really, uh, within the last couple of years, I've probably realized it more that I've had it, but it's always been in me. But I've had to have a lot of experiences and have to learn a lot and talk to a lot of people and understand and know that sometimes we take the everyday mundane for granted. And what lesson can we learn out of those things? And, and, uh, and, and it, it does comes naturally for me. I just can't hope it anymore. I, I see something and it just, it just comes to me. I go, Oh, that'd make a great uh, lesson about this or lesson about that. And that's something that has really just, um, come naturally to me. Um, but it's been through my experiences and learning that I've been able to do that. Uh, and the last thing is be intentional about your gift wrapping, just like my mom, your, your unwrapping, just like my mom, take your time, take the tape off real carefully, maybe open one side, open the other. Because when we're intentional, because what happens when my mom takes her time and really enjoys that moment and that time she's going to unwrap the gift it's going to take a little bit longer and the excitement builds for not only her receiving the gift but for me giving the gift and the excitement kind of builds so that when she unwraps it's like here it is but she's super intentional about unwrapping it and that's that's the way we should be about our gift is be intentional about it and unwrapping it means that you're intentional about having those experiences, about um, learning those different things. It's about um, it, it's about seeing what comes naturally, what comes uh, to you with a little bit of effort. It, it doesn't take much to get this done. And you go, you know what? That may be a gift. It, it doesn't take much effort. And I sure do enjoy doing it. Maybe your call, maybe your gift is to is to serve others um, in, in a church, in, in a senior citizen's home, um, in a children's home as a, as a foster parent, wh- whatever it may be, uh, dog rescue, maybe that's your gift. Maybe it comes natural and I'd go, why would you want to take in foster dogs? Like I have three dogs and they drive me nuts, but that's not my gift. And that might be somebody else's gift that they just love them and they want, want them to be better and they want them to have a good life. And until somebody can go to a good home, maybe that's their gift of their, their caring heart and um, that communication, that contact they can have with the animal. We all have different gifts. We're all born with those gifts. Don't let your gift go unwrapped. Your gift is, is, is just, it's just a ball of energy just waiting, waiting for you to unwrap. It's just waiting for it. Don't go through life with an unwrapped gift. What a missed opportunity in this life to, at the end of life, never have been able to unwrap our gift. And, and, and when we're asked, what was our gift? I don't know. 
I didn't take time to unwrap it. To unwrap it, you have to be intentional. You have to be. It doesn't happen by accident. It takes an intentional action to unwrap a present. A Christmas present, a birthday present, uh, just because uh, I love you, I like you present. It takes intentionality to unwrap it. It takes action. Do the same thing with the gift you were given. You didn't have to pay a dime for, but it's a gift you were given. So I encourage you to take the time and unwrap that precious gift that's waiting deep down inside of you, just waiting to get out. And hey, we'll see y'all next time. And as I tell my wife, Kim, every night before I go to bed, it's bottom of the ninth, double A, out. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you would like to connect with Aaron, you can do so by going to AaronDegler.com or find him on social media as Aaron Degler on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Once again, we greatly appreciate you tuning in. If you've enjoyed the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We greatly appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode of the Mind Body Project Podcast.